0: All right, Armando, before we continue, I want to take a second here and tell our listeners about Nitrogen Sports. If you've ever wanted to get into sportsbook or betting, check out Nitrogen Sports. Go to our website, eatsleeffantasy.com. Right at the top, we've got a banner there for Nitrogen Sports. If you want to go to their direct link, nitrogensports.eu forward slash r forward slash 169. That's our link for you to check out Nitrogen Sports, or you can just go to our website, ecfantasy.com. Let me tell you a little bit about them, all right? They're the number one Bitcoin betting sports book, and right now you can join our free pools, our free NFL survivor pool. They've got guaranteed money, so you're check, check this out. Free pools, guaranteed money, and you can bet on anything you want. Obviously, we do NFL, but they've got NBA, NHL, soccer, baseball, tennis, mixed martial arts, esports, whatever the fuck you want to bet on, right? These guys are the they're the big dick of online sports betting and you can do it wherever you're at because it's betting with bitcoin, you can bet as little as free all the way up to a bitcoin buy-in which is that's like 10, 10 10 stacks right now um so check out him check out nitrogen sports on our website easilyfantasy.com it's one of the banners right there at the top nitrogen sports on easilyfantasy.com it's a website <laughs> Eat, sleep, fantasy. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Hurricane Watch of Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito, and joining me, as always, is Armando Crespo. What's up, Armando?
1: What's up? Did you tell us? Did you tell them what we are yet? Oh, the Hurricane what? Watch. Watch. The Hurricane Watch. I was going to say with Hurricane Dorian yeah we just, we just keep getting
0: stronger oh, oh right <laughs> that's scary though don't do, don't do that that's scary uh, it's coming right so for us. i live in florida who it seems like i'm not going to take a direct hit anymore i'll get some of uh i'll get some of dorian uh armando lives in north carolina pretty close to the coast right i live right on the coast and right. i am
1: right in that like that line that it's probably going to go down that's where i live
0: Yeah, so we are uh, both—we don't like hurricanes, and we get them a lot. So that's the point of uh, this—this introduction. We are dropping this podcast, by the way. We're gonna start right here, no nonsense. There's a lot of news. Go ahead.
1: I didn't even know Hurricane Five existed. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Why are you doing this? Wait, Nobody's going to understand that reference.
1: I didn't even know they existed.
0: Okay, let's... That's my, it's that's my
1: uh, Trump reference. <laughs> go, sorry, I'll just go back.
0: Hey, can't get political on the show. I'm not no getting politics. political.
1: I'm not political. I'm just saying I didn't know they existed. That's a right. big stuff. That's big stuff.
0: All right. So, we got a lot of news to cover. Because... This weekend in the NFL was when roster cuts were made. Teams have to get to their 53-man roster ready for week one. And so we saw a lot of movement. Cuts, teams claiming off of waivers, teams making huge trades, particularly the Texans who like revamped their roster in a day. So we have to cover all of that today. And I want to do this in two ways, Armando, and this is what we discussed. We're going to do all of the big news we're going to spend some time on that and then we're going to rapid fire all of the small news so people are aware of what happened. All right? All right, cool. Let's start with let's start with a the running backs that can impact fantasy or potentially impact other moves. Let's start with LeSean McCoy cuz he was out of a job for like 2 hours. He was cut by the Buffalo Bills. He was signed by the Kansas City Chiefs. So let's talk impact with the Bills. Because it seems like Buffalo uh, believes in Devin Singletary enough that they said, "Hey, we don't need Lashawn McCoy and the money that we owe him this year. We're gonna save ourselves some money. We're gonna we're gonna go out there with Singletary and Gore, and we feel comfortable with that." And uh, now Lashawn McCoy was on, you know, uh, the, the waivers list. He's he's quickly picked up by the Kansas City Chiefs in an Andy Reid offense that he is obviously very familiar with. So let's start with the Buffalo Bills impact. Devin Singletary, where you got him at?
1: So Devin, Devin Singletary's current ADP is 36-ish around there. So that makes him a, a running back three. Um, I think that it doesn't necessarily benefit him. I think we knew it was going to be a running back by committee. I think this helps Frank Gore. And I think if there's anyone I want to own, it's Frank Gore because he's currently going undrafted. I mean, I don't know what to do with TJ Yeldon. He's still on the roster. But it's going to be running back by committee. and I think Gore has better value. I think he can still finish in the 30s again. Um, I think it's going to be similar to what we saw with the Dolphins, where you know he's going to get lower carries, he's going to average high, and the other guy is going to be you know average lower numbers too. I think it's just going to be a timeshare. I think Gore is a better value based off his ADP.
0: So, I, I I do want to talk about the Devin Singletary stuff because I think I'm alone here. In terms of this podcast, especially with with Dale and John, they seem to really like Devin Singletary. You mentioned you see Devin Singletary as like an RB3 for this year. And that's where he's being drafted. And and I just don't see I don't see the high upside with Gore there, with a team that's offense is not going to be great. Yeah, they're going to run the ball a lot, but when you're getting 3.2 yards a carry like LaShawn McCoy, I don't think Tevin, Devin Singletary at this point in his career, first of all, I don't think he's anything special. He can potentially develop that, but at this point in his career, I don't think he's much better than LaShawn McCoy was last year. And so, I, I just I don't see him exceeding his draft value, which right now, RB34 I'm not in on that. He's going around guys like Darius Geis and Austin Eckler and Tariq Cohen, and I'd rather have all of those guys.
1: I don't disagree with you in that sense. I think at that point, you're drafting for upside. And I think, you know, he's kind of similar to the guy situation where they, it's a mess. There's a bunch of running backs there that are going to get the work. If I had to pick between Geis and Singletary, i pick Singletary just because it's going to be a run first. Offense right. versus what you're going to get in Redskins. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Over the there.
0: Redskins offense is going to be terrible. However, so you got to balance this out. The Redskins offense is going to be terrible. But if you had your choice, not not including the team, who's the better running back, Darius Geis or Devin Singletary?
1: I'm going to, I'm going to take Geis. But yes, I also I want to, I think opportunity outweighs that for me. That's, the only, that's my only argument. I think he'll get more opportunity because they're going to be so run heavy.
0: By the way, oh, Devin Singletary coming out of FIU FAU, sorry, and being five foot seven reminds me so much of the muscle hamster. He is like exactly the same uh prototype. So I I, I think I think that is um super interesting that FAU keeps producing these very short, stocky running backs that uh that come out into the NFL and We'll see, man. Like I think he has the opportunity um, now. Obviously, he's going to be the feature back on this offense, um, and with a running quarterback, it's it's good. I I just won't have him on any of my teams. I'm I'm okay missing out on Devin Singletary. I just don't think the value is there, and I'm going to be drafting for for value
1: have yeah, value base I, I mean I'm going for gore I'm not I'm personally not ch- uh, touching singletary I'd rather have gore and so be-
0: muscle hamsters Doug Martin I uh, that was coined by another podcast um, but I listened to so many that I'm not even sure which one maybe the footballers I'm not sure let's just go with that we don't like the other guys
1: what would we do? do
0: we like footballers I don't know I I'm listen man I'm okay with everybody in this field that does a good job and makes sure that they're listeners are getting the information and doing it in a fun and an interesting way so um a lot of people have paved the road for for us to even be present doing this so um i have no problems with them even you know whatever i think it was them i don't want to give credit to people that it's not but it was me i said it i made it up it might have been you it was my tweet they took it from me uh that might have been. Uh,
1: it was. It was definitely um, the. Uh, what the fuck is her name? No, bro. Fol- it, it, is, was, uh, it was. It was. It was. It was, it was, it was, was his f-
0: own friend. His own friend gave him the Muscle Hamster. It wasn't Fantasy Focus. No, I'm reading it right here. Friend who stuck Doug Martin with the Muscle Muscle Hamster label. There you go. It wasn't another podcast. Fuck other podcasts. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Give me All of so you. Screen time. At <laughs> me. We can fight in the parking lot. Let's go. All right.
1: LaShawn McCoy signed with or It'll traded. Just
0: like Anchor Man, but the fantasy football version. It'd be a bunch of fat dudes. Oh, God. Hey, man. I'm working on it. Fuck. Hey, man. I fit in all of Dale's shirts now.
1: I believe that. Dale looks bigger than you,
0: but he's like five foot five.
1: And how tall are you?
0: Like five, nine. I'm not tall.
1: No, I'm not no, sure, telling me. Dale's
0: like the short... I'm 5'6". Dale's like a 5'4". Dale, man, you're like 5'3". You're getting shorter as this podcast goes. Let's he move no, no on cash. to the other side of this, Armando. Kansas City. Because if, if you were a Damian Williams owner prior to yesterday, you were feeling good. The whole offseason passed by, and the Kansas City Chiefs didn't make any moves, and you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have an RB1 that I got, you know, at an RB2 price. And so Damian Williams fans uh, and owners are suddenly not very happy. That's one. And LaShawn McCoy owners are optimistic, right? And then you add to that, all right, you in a lot of leagues are a Darwin Thompson owner. And a lot of people were big on Darwin Thompson. So let's talk about each of these guys because... I think if you're a Damian Williams owner, you should be panicking, and I think that's the appropriate response. Do you agree?
1: Yes, I 100% agree. If you own Damien Williams, like our friends do, you you're, you should be freaking out. I'd rather have everyone else besides him. Just saying. Right.
0: So let's just do this. Let's let, let's Let's do the question this way. At the end of the 2019 season, the rushing leader, the leader in carries and yards for the Kansas City Chiefs will be Thompson okay my answer to that question is McCoy so regardless of which way we cut it it's bad for Williams owners because I think he took the biggest hit and almost goes from potential RB1 to like just almost undraftable for me because you don't know what you're going to get out of him
1: based off his current current ADP he is undraftable for me I'm not taking him anywhere. I agree
0: I would much rather draft LaShawn McCoy at his ADP which is 42.4 or Darwin Thompson at his ADP, which is 51 amongst running backs, by the way. I, I think
1: every, everyone's value is going to drop. I mean, if you're, I drafted Darwin Thompson in a bunch of leagues in the seventh or eighth round thinking that Hyde was gone and he was only going to need to leapfrog one guy to get the work. Now I'd probably take him in the 10th round, but I still think eventually he's going to be the guy to own. He's the only one that's going to be there next year.
0: He's the only one that's going to be there next year, but I think the Chiefs are trying to win a championship. This year, right? And LaShawn McCoy, obviously he's he's getting up there now. He's 31. Um, he wasn't great last year, but he seems healthy. And he can catch the ball, which is what matters in a Kansas City offense. That's the reason Carlos Hyde's not there anymore. Not because Carlos Hyde can't run the ball. I don't think Carlos Hyde is that washed up. I think he's still fine, and we'll talk about him in a second. But the reason Carlos Hyde didn't challenge Damian Williams is it's because he doesn't he he, he he lost that side of his ability this off season somehow. He 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 wasn't catching the ball well, is as all the reports that we were getting, right? He wasn't he wasn't in line for those carries and LaShawn McCoy is elite at that. Lashawn McCoy is one of the best pass catchers uh wait, wait, wait. that the ring- was,
1: was, was. Back in nineteen ninety nine.
0: Hello? Why are you gonna do this, man? Just let me let me talk up the old guys, cause I'm gonna talk talk up McCoy today. I'm gonna talk up Carlos Hyde, um, the guys that I think right now you could just get really late and could potentially uh, be RB twos for your team. Lashawn McCoy uh, is going to challenge Damian Williams for that starting spot, and he is going rounds and rounds and rounds later. Um, I'll probably send a couple offers for McCoy today because I think he has the potential to be the RB1 for this team, especially as they start to make that title run later on this season.
1: I will say this. Early reports are that McCoy is supposed to get the work and that he is going to be the starting running back for that roster. So just take that for what it's worth.
0: All right. Let's move on now to the team that made – a ton of moves, and I think we have to spend like half of our fucking episode on the Houston Texans. And we'll start with Carlos Hyde because that was the first move they made. They acquired Carlos Hyde from the Chiefs, and immediately everybody wonders, why can't Duke Johnson get a starting role, man? Like, nobody loves this guy. Just let him start. Just let him play. Just let him do it. He's he's an elite. Duke Johnson uh, is a top five pass-catching running back in the NFL, who, yeah, he's one of the best. Duke Johnson can be a wide receiver in the NFL. And, and, he's a solid 210-pound running back that's 25 years old and has never been given the opportunity to be a three-down back. Why? Why?
1: I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know I,
0: either. Why do they hate him? He is a... Anyways, in comes Carlos Hyde. In comes Carlos Hyde, which... Carlos Hyde's not 30 yet, is he?
1: Uh, no, he He's will 29? be by the end of the
0: season. Uh, Carlos Hyde is not done yet, is, is my point. And Carlos Hyde, right now, RB 44.5 is his ADP um, after this news and Duke Johnson still going as RB27. That's a mistake, right? It should be a lot closer. I, cause right now, it's going to be Carlos Hyde 1-2 and Duke Johnson the, the third down back. That's my my prediction here. Right off the bat, Carlos Hyde will be the 1-2 and Duke Johnson will be the third down back immediately.
1: Look, I'm going to go on the extreme end. I'm going to take catch you a little off guard. Carlos Hyde could not be... Anybody out, he was cut for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think he's a scrub at this point. I think that Duke Johnson is going to be the running back to own. I think that his value will take a hit. And where you can get him in drafts, I think he's going to be a pretty good spot. I think there's a potential there for him to be a high-end RB2. Because um, Carlos Hyde is a piece of shit. Uh, no offense to Carlos wow. Hyde. No, time out.
0: Time out, time out,
1: Look, man. Now, rewind. Could...
0: You cannot say someone is a piece of shit followed by no offense.
1: No offense, I mean in the fantasy football perspective, you he's not good. He couldn't beat out an undrafted free agent, Daryl Williams. Okay he couldn't he couldn't beat out a sixth round draft pick, and he couldn't beat out a what, a fifth round draft pick from like the Dolphins took and they cut him. Like he's not a good running back.
0: I disagree. Also, Carla Hyde is twenty seven. I thought it was twenty nine. But
1: wait, 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 I'm not done yet. And the the Houston Texans cut Hingdon and Crockett, who people were predicting To be um, the handcuffs to Duke Johnson. So, that's all I got. Go ahead, Preeto.
0: I'm going to say this right now. Okay? Carlos Hyde will be the runaway, runaway leader for the Houston Texans in terms of carries and touches. However, 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 I will be shocked if he catches... More than 15 patches. More than 15 in the the entire season.
1: Wow. That's bold. Very bold. Okay. I predict that Duke Johnson outscores Hyde in standard and PPR.
0: Okay. And you know what? I think the point of this conversation is this is going to be a frustrating backfield. It's going to be frustrating because they both deserve work, but here's the thing. If the offense now is as good as I think it's going to be because they there's more moves that we need to discuss. But I think the offense shifted yesterday and over this weekend from a top 10 NFL offense to a top 5 NFL offense. And let's 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 jump into some of those pieces now because the focal point I think in this episode is to go over the news, obviously, but the Texans made more and more moves yesterday. So let's talk about their their trade with the Miami Dolphins because I think that's the most the most fantasy relevant here. So the Houston Texans acquire um, they acquired Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills, and they gave up two first round picks, one in 2020, one in 2021, as well as a second round pick in exchange for a fourth and a sixth from the Dolphins and Tunso and, and, and uh, Stills, obviously. Um, so the biggest concern prior to this weekend for the Houston Texans was their offensive line. I think their skill positions outside of running back with the Miller going down, their skill positions in terms of their wide receivers, elite, Deshaun Watson developing into um, a, a very nice young quarterback. Um, their Their defense is obviously solid. They acquire Laramie Tonso, which is one of the better blindside uh, offensive linemen in the league. And they acquire Kenny Stills, which helps their receiving core, which is great, but banged up. So their offense becomes, I think, overnight, top five. And Deshaun Watson moves up my board as now the quarterback two behind uh, Patrick Mahomes. Any qualms with anything I just said?
1: No, I will just add that Tunsil is going to be protecting his blind side, which um, is very important for a quarterback. And Fuller is ready to go, but he is injury prone, and so having Kenny Stills to take over that deep threat is crucial. Yeah. Um, like you said, and you know Kiki Kuti is banged up, and he might not play Week One. So I think hitting, yeah. getting Kenny Still's on that roster, you know, just further levels that team. You know, off injury concerns, which was an issue last year.
0: Kuti is not likely to play week one right now. We'll probably be back around week three or so. Um, but you add Kenny Stills to an offense with DeAndre Hopkins, Kiki Kuti, with Will Fuller, with Duke Johnson catching passes out of the backfield. I just don't see how you you don't have numbers this year for uh, that, 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 that that allow that offense to be a top five offense. There's just too many weapons, and now they've secured. They're they're still not a great offensive line, but they went from horrible to like average,
1: mediocre. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, with, that they, move, with that one move, he's one of the one best. Move.
0: Yeah. With that one move, because it allows the offensive line to shift, and now your your best guy only has to be your second best guy, and and that makes all the difference in the world for Deshaun Watson. Just a few more, you know, another second in the pocket makes all the difference to be able to find Hopkins downfield, to be able to um, make that second read and and dump it off to, to Duke Johnson or whatever. That offense, I think, immediately shifts to being super productive this year. And going back to the running backs, I think that allows you opportunities to say, hey, yeah, Carlos Hyde might not be great, but if you give him two goal line rushes a game and he converts half of them, you're, he's immediately productive in an RB2 you get what i'm saying yeah i agree with you so that is my 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 thing there uh all right one more time before we wrap up i want to tell you guys about nitrogen sports the oldest and number one bitcoin betting sports book today it doesn't matter what you want to bet on nfl nba nhl mlb tennis mixed martial arts Esports, cricket. I don't care what you're into. If you're into the weird shit, it's on there. Just go on ahead on over to our website, eatsleepfantasy.com, and check them out. They've got free pools with around $2,000 in prizes. Free pools. We've got our NFL survivor pool. You can join that for free. If you're a big money baller, you can do that too. You can bet up to a fucking Bitcoin. That's like 10 stacks, all right? That's Dale money. That's our Mondo money. That's John money. If you want to do that on one bet, go on over to Nitrogen Sports. Head on over to our website, easleyfantasy.com. It is a website. And check out Nitrogen Sports, okay? You can do this from wherever because it is Bitcoin, all right? And they are the big dick bandits of online sportsbook betting. Check them out. $75,000 in guaranteed prizes on their NFL survivor pools. They've got free rolls with free buy-ins. They've got big money. Just check them out, guys. There's, there's no risk if you've ever wanted to do online sportsbook betting. Now's the time to try it out. Go to our website, ecfantasy.com, and check them out. The Texans also made one more trade with the Seahawks.